Patient net collection rate is a pretty important metric. It's a way of knowing how much money you're collecting from what should have been collected from patients. And increasingly, this has become a much more critical metric. At one time, you know, the insurance provided almost all of the reimbursement. And increasingly, since more and more is pushed to the patients, this percentage is growing dramatically and will continue to grow in the coming years as we move more towards a almost a cash pay system with catastrophic coverage from insurance. So to calculate patient net collection rate, you're really looking at co-pays, co-insurance, and deductibles that are owed by patients and whether or not they're paid. In a office environment, front office can collect those payments uh, from a patient when they come in, particularly co-pays. But oftentimes they can collect other things like deductible or things where even if a patient statement was sent to the patient and it's not yet paid when they come back to the office, they can collect that. They can ask for that when the patient presents. Now, patient net collection rate is calculated on a 100% scale, and most well-run office practices are getting 85 to 90% net collection rate, and some are getting 90 or 95%. But a lot of this really depends on specialty. You can imagine that it is much easier to collect from a patient who is coming back repeatedly to an office. Let's say it's primary care. You know they're gonna be coming back time after time after time. It's much easier to collect that money than it is from somebody who you're going to see once and never see again. An orthopedic surgeon, for example, the patient has come back for post-op care and the patient knows they're going to have to come back and they're going to have to see the doc. And so they're likely to pay the money. And even if they don't pay the money, then when they show up for the post-op visit, the front desk can say, hey, you have a balance due. You know, how do you want to pay that? And collect that money in order to see the patient. So patients tend to do much better at payment in those kind of environments when it's anesthesiology, radiology, or things where not only is there no follow-up and repeat visits, but they really don't even have any contact with the physician. They don't know who they are. They don't see them. There's no relationship with them. Those typically have lower patient net collection rates. In order to calculate patient net collection rate at a granular level, it breaks down to calculating if your system has a field or a calculation for a patient transfer where what balance is rolled over to a patient from the insurance company balance. That's the ideal situation and many systems do have this. So you could then take the numerator being payments from patients divided by the denominator transfers to patient balance. And that's going to give you a percentage 83, 89, whatever the number is. Now, an expert tip on that is don't forget to filter out the balances that are still outstanding. So if the patient still has a balance, it hasn't been fully adjudicated, the patient paid or we've written it off, don't include those in the calculation. You only want closed accounts. Super secret tip, if that's not happening on a regular basis where, you know, or even if it is happening pretty well, there's going to be patient AR sometimes that's a year old, a year and a half old, whatever it might be. And you don't want those to be removed from the calculation because that could make you look artificially good or could like make the practice look artificially good. So any patient AR that's over 180 days from the data service, assume that it's a write-off for the purposes, for the purposes of calculation and take those out, assume they're zero, put those in a $0 balance on the top and or $0 collection on the top 
and the full amount that was transferred to the patient in the denominator. And that way you're going to get the most accurate description of what you should be getting or what you are getting for patient net collection. And if you find that there's a lot of patient IR that's outstanding, you know, even things that are 150 days old, 170 days old are increasingly not very likely to get paid. So this is a problem you do want to resolve, but isn't really subject of this podcast. So go resolve that somewhere. And if you really want to get fancy in terms of how to slice and dice patient net collection rate, we think you should consider looking at the calculation in two different areas, so subcategories. One is what are you getting in an office environment? And then the second is what are you getting in an acute environment? So you can imagine that collecting money from a patient sitting in a hospital is much harder than those that are coming into your office. And so you will typically see a much higher net collection rate for patients that come into the office than you will see from a patient net collection rate for hospital patients. So monitoring those separately is really important. As with any other metric, it isn't just how are you doing currently? I mean, is 85 or 87 good on an absolute basis? Yes, you can compare that to the practices, but I think more importantly, you can compare that to yourself over time. Set a baseline, identify where you are, look at opportunities to improve that, and then attempt some improvements and track those over time. And if you can quantify some improvement moving from 85 to 87%, then you can demonstrate to upper management, to the owner, or whatever it might be, that you've made some material improvement in what the cash flow impact to the business is for that. 